0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney WTF, where we talk about what's the fuss about Disney. Welcome to episode 17. And for those that don't know us, we're a Disney couple. One of us is a fanatic, and one of us just doesn't get Disney. Headlines.
1: Okay, Richie, but before we start headlines, I want to introduce our special guest star. We have a guest. We do have a guest. Nice. My little brother, Matthew Ng. Say hi. hi internet. <laughs> hi, internet. <laughs> so <Hello>. um, <laughs> So really quick, I guess Matthew and I have been we've been Disney fanatics. We've been feeding each it's other's Disney now. fandom for a really really long time. Really like, long time? How long would you say it would be?
2: Oh gosh. Probably what 10, 12 years, probably. I mean, we've, we've always, I mean, we always went to Disney World when we were kids, but like we started like getting seriously into it probably, was it probably high, like late high school, early college, probably?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think I, w- I would say I was 19 when something turned in my head and I became, you know, a nut job. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then, no. you know, podcasts. Did you, did you ever think you would have your own Disney podcast?
1: Hundred like percent, no.
2: All those years ago, and then have your brother be a guest star on said
0: podcast?
1: No, d- <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> ha- have you guys? Have you
0: guys been listening to? Or, or Matt, have you been listening to a lot of Disney podcasts like for a long time now? Oh
2: gosh, yes. I mean, I, I mean, before med school and the residen- and residency started, I mean, you know, that was my drive time radio on the way to school almost every morning. Mm-hmm. Really? Boy, I tell you that the drive down to University of Miami was, uh, in like, what forty five minutes to an hour. So I mean, I'd pass the time with uh, Inside the Magic and and WDW, WDW Radio and WDW Today and Classics. all those other all those other podcasts that were yeah. out there. And
0: and one day um, w- Disney WTF.
2: <laughs> and now Disney WTF <laughs> on the weekly. Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, and we're I'll, still. I'll be
2: honest. You know. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say. You know, and it's I, I, quite honestly said, you guys have reinvigorated my podcasting interest. Uh, I've been starting to listen to a lot more podcasts as of late. Nice. So
0: well, that's guys. awesome to hear. No, audio is like the yeah. thing now. So that's what we're just jumping on the train.
1: <laughs> we're right. very that's excited right. to have you take time out of your busy schedule to meet with us in this way tonight. Um, yeah. so yeah, let's talk some Disney. Headlines. So headlines. Headlines. <laughs> so first headline I got all-Star Value Resorts are rumored to be adding a table service restaurant. What? <laughs> I know. It's pretty It's pretty interesting. I don't that's know how to feel about door. it, to be honest.
2: I mean, you mean we won't have to eat, like, cafeteria food when, I, when we stay at All-Star Movies anymore?
1: I mean... Is that what you're saying? Allegedly. <laughs>
0: allegedly. Are they going to take away the breakfast?
1: Probably Because not. that's a problem for me. Mm. No,
0: they won't take away the break. Okay, cool.
1: <laughs> no, probably not. But, but I think I, th- I mean,
2: but you know, I think it's a good alternative option, you know, if you're staying at a value resort and, you know, you maybe want something other than, you know, if you want like I have, like a nice sit down dinner and you don't want to spend, you know, Citricos or California Grill kind of money. Yeah. You know.
1: But here's the question. How will it differ from cafeteria food? Is it going to be burgers? Is it going to be, you know, the macaroni and cheese that you can just get at a cafeteria already available?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're looking at me like, no, she, you should have seen her. She was looking at me like if I knew the answer. I have no idea. I just really <laughs> want to know. <laughs> you have the wisdom.
1: <laughs> but, yeah. Now with that,
0: my you know, my, my
2: fiancé, Michelle, who is also a Disney fanatic... Um, we have, a, we have a bucket list, where, which is to basically go to every Walt Disney World property restaurant and and, and table and table service restaurant specifically. So now that Disney's going to be adding table service restaurants to Valley Resorts, that we, they just basically added uh, five restaurants to our bucket list just like that.
1: Yeah, good luck with that.
2: Thanks, Disney. Pre- appreciate
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> we're,
2: we're only about 15% away, of the way through the list. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see how that goes. I mean, only time will tell. And I guess we'll see what the menus look like if they do differ from the cafeteria-style food, which, in my opinion, is pretty darn good and convenient. Yeah. But we'll we'll, we'll fly that plane when it lands.
0: Yes. Famous saying, by the way, we'll fly that plane when it lands. You'll hear about it one day.
1: (laughs) All right. So next little piece of news, the express bus service that took you from park to park... Um, that you paid extra for and basically you could go directly from one park to another without having to do security again Uh is gone.
0: Duh. I was waiting for that. (laughs) Of course it's gone because of the minivan thing.
1: Uh, Yeah. And I mean, it's... It Apparently, the minivans have been a huge success. They've actually expanded um, to different resorts now. So before it was just among the boardwalk resorts, but now they are—they're expanding, and it's—it's it's pretty interesting that such a service, you
0: know, you is know, what's so crazy. Successful. You know what's crazy about the minivan thing? It's not like people could have done Uber, mm-hmm. and it's cheaper, right? We've we've already kind of figured that out too, as as currently as current prices stand. But people are it's probably a success and and, I mean, we don't know the exact numbers, but it's probably doing awesome because it's a minivan like people probably just want to experience that just to even take a picture of it or say they did it or just be inside the minivan because it's part of the Disney experience Mm -hmm. like that's crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, guys,
2: I got to say, you know, as a local park goer, I really didn't see the express buses really lasting. I don't know if anyone I didn't really see anyone use the express buses really yeah I mean I mean I I, they would see the section by rock and roller coaster in Hollywood studios where you could actually board the bus but like I never saw anyone actually take advantage of these buses yeah
0: yeah that's interesting I mean I mean maybe you know the whole minivan thing was just like part of the big plan to you know revive that type of situation could be
1: would you as a local but, ever use a minivan just because?
2: I don't know about just because. I mean, you're talking about spending, you know, 20 bucks to, you know, do something that I could do just on my own by car.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, or Uber because it's cheap. The local I've really thought. I haven't really found a necessity to use the minivan as of yet. Yeah.
1: Not even just Sorry, for the the experience of driving in a minivan a that's like looks like mini
2: Not quite yet. I'm sure that there will come a time where I'm in a bind and I need to get somewhere.
1: (laughs) That'll be the day that I
2: actually use the minivan.
1: (laughs) I'm in a bind right now. I really need to get to Magic Kingdom.
2: (laughs) Sure, sir. That'll be $20. (laughs) (laughs) Take my money. Take my money,
1: please. That's funny. But yeah, I mean, Richie and I did ride in a minivan um, on our last trip, and I got to say, it was not bad. It was really, really convenient, and granted, it was free, so that made it even sweeter. Um, because they were during during the testing phases at that point, but I mean, you got you can't beat it. It's super convenient. Maybe it's the whole not driving thing.
0: That's definitely possible. I mean, I, that's I don't very true. I, I would just much rather take an Uber.
1: Well, we don't support Ubers, Lyft, or, or Lyft. You know what I meant. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, hey, we're not, this is not a political podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
2: am, sorry,
1: anyways. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. Um, last little piece of news that I wanted to mention is really kind of the biggest news of the week. Universe of Energy and The Great Movie Ride are officially closed as of August 13th. So um, it's it's pretty interesting Clasphemy. to, yeah, I know. Two classics closed on the same day. I personally did not get to ride them one last time because scheduling prevented that. But yeah, it is what it is. It'll forever live in YouTube, I guess. I feel like
0: there should be a rule that like you can't can't close a ride unless you give a year's notice. (laughs) You know, like what about all those people that, you know, really can't make it, you know, obviously like us and it was like their favorite. Like what Mm -hmm. if, you know, like that's messed up Disney. That's not cool. I would have been livid. Like if I was like really in like if this like meant as much as it does to some people that love Disney, I would have been super upset.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure people still are. I don't know. I mean, I'm
2: sure, I'm sure you're there. There were your great movie ride fanatics out there. Mm-hmm. Um, my fiance is next to me. She's raising her hand over here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, but, but you know what though? I, this has been always kind of the thing with Disney, you know, they announced that a, a an attraction is closing and, you know, the people come out in droves to get that one last ride in. Yeah. And, but, you know, I, I think for a Great Movie Ride, you know, I think for me personally, I mean, me and Laura, we, you know, anytime we went to Hollywood Studios, you know, we'd always, a Great Movie Ride was always a must do, it was always an mm-hmm. e-ticket experience for
1: yeah. us. Yeah, even though for a lot of people it didn't really have that e-ticket kind of vibe to it, um, we always felt the need to do it, although I do, I do feel that when Turner Classic Movies kind of came in as the sponsor, it kind of lost a little bit of its, you know, panache for A me. little bit, a little bit. Um, but nevertheless, the movie montage at the end yeah. always gives you chills. Like, you can't help that. Always, always. Yeah, so... Houston, no, you don't. <laughs> 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 that's
2: really right. Right, right? I
1: know.
2: Sorry, that, that's actually from the uh, the Q... Uh, Movie movie uh, montage in the in the queue. My bad. Did
1: you guys get a but chance to go to to either of them um, in the past like week or two before after it was announced?
2: We did do our great movie ride. Um, one last ride. Took it all in. Took lots of lots of pictures. Lots of moving pictures, mm-hmm. if you will. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, Disney is also you know using the closure as a you know a good way to make you know quite honestly make a quick buck because they do have
0: commemor- commemorative t-shirts with oh uh my God. The ride and saying that
2: it's a wrap yeah
1: final um, by five did it, like
0: uh we no. had, did it say like on there like a oh, last ride type of thing like what did it say on it's a wrap it says it's a wrap and oh, then it has a sense. old
2: school movie style projector kind of in the background of uh pro- large text that say the group movie ride
0: gotcha that's pretty cool
2: and then they they came up with a, a red shirt and a black shirt. So one's a quote unquote an annual pass holder exclusive, but you know, if you're out there, you can still get that annual pass holder quote unquote exclusive shirt.
1: <laughs> they didn't
2: really ask for any pass holder information when I ordered the shirt, so oh so you the got, general public is probably free to, is free to get the shirt as well.
1: You got both colors, I'm sure. Uh about that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did <laughs> it, did it feel different knowing that it was going to be the last ride? Like, was something different about it that you didn't quite see before?
2: You know, I tried to try to take in all the things that I liked about the attraction. Um, you know, just, uh, taking this, you know, from the very beginning, at the beginning of the attraction, when you're, uh, it's it lights, cameras, action, and, and you know, taking the footlight parade scene and the Mary Poppins scene. My, my, my personal favorite scene was always the alien scene, um, mm. Sweaty and, Sigourney uh, Weaver, tra- with with Sigourney Weaver, yes, with Sigourney Weaver, and uh, and of course, always looking for C three P and R two D two in the Indiana Jones uh, room. Mm-hmm. Um, got to see those guys one last time, and and you know, and the, the the like you said, uh, the movie montage at the end, it, it's it's chilling. It is chilling. Yeah,
1: i It's it's. It was a good one, but you know what? I I am kind of excited about the Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railway, say that a few times fast, um, experience. I think that's gonna be pretty cool. go ahead. Oh,
0: speaking of this, is this the the Mickey ride that they're putting in that I'm really upset about? Yes. Okay, Matt, what do you think about this? I think that Walt, when he created Disney World, or like the theme parks, Disneyland, whatever, that he, purposefully did not include a ride about mickey because i don't know why but i just think that it was on purpose because mickey is such a staple of what disney is that you would think that he would like put that in in the park like as a ride or as as an experience but he did not and now that he's gone they are doing it without his word or blessing and i want to know what your take on was that what your take on that was
2: so, I mean, truth be told, like when you in the last episode that you guys did, I think when you guys when you guys were covering all the announcements from D twenty three, you had mentioned that like you know in all the history of Disneyland and Disney World and all the other for, the foreign parks out there that there never was a Mickey Mouse attraction. It didn't quite hit me until you actually said it. I'm just like, whoa,
1: he's, <laughs> right. <laughs> he's right.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh. The, the You know, the the, not, the Disney hater is the one who's pointing this out to us. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know,
1: but, that took uh, me for
2: a know, loop. <laughs> I don't know whether or not it was intentional never to have Mickey Mouse as an attraction, but um, in the few instances that I can think of where Mickey Mouse, like, you know, you had to actually wait in line to see Mickey Mouse. He always It was, it was either always for a meet and greet, or you could catch him in Fantasmic or in a parade, but like a like a a dark ride per se or say like a like an omnimover ride you never he's never been in that out of attraction whether or not it was intentional you know who knows i don't know if Walt ever intended you know did he intentionally
0: do that or not like it's, Who's it's to say? only Walt himself knows it's too, no i know it's too <laughs> it's too big of a of a deal like it's too big of a thing to like not you know have already in the years that he started this for that to actually be like i just I don't know. it's it's so it's so oblivious to me that like I just think of that was his thing. like you know, I spoke about Mickey being Walt himself also. and I just think that like there was a legitimate reason that we'll probably never hear him say, obviously, but I'm saying it. And I think that <laughs> <laughs> it was it was not intended for a Disney park to have a Mickey attraction.
1: But I think it's, it's, you know, it's a good point to bring up, though, that Mickey now with this ride becomes so accessible. Whereas, like, it's true, you couldn't really see Mickey anywhere other than in a meet and greet Mm -hmm. or in a show. So to have that Mickey experience, don't you think that will increase the love of Mickey even more?
0: No, I think it decreases it. Because it makes it more accessible and less rare, so it takes away the value.
1: This is Mickey Mouse we're talking about. I'm he- just saying, like, it's real.
0: <laughs> like, it's but like makes a-,
2: a good point, though, because, you know, like, I think for some people, when they went on their vacations to Disney World, it was always it was always kind of like an elusive thing to try to to find and meet Mickey Mouse. But now you have a dedicated attraction where you can all, always see him. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Not if it's broke down. Anyway.
2: Yeah. But it's simply always, I think, consider, like, you know, us as kids, you know, I mean, you think about, like, when the last, like, old-school Mickey Mouse cartoon was made. I mean, they had this kind of new-style animation Mickey mm-hmm. Mouse cartoon. You, have you guys seen those on, like, uh, the, the the Disney shorts that they've been putting out recently? I oh, think yeah. you guys mentioned them in, the last, it's, it's in very, the last episode or two ago.
1: It reminds me of um, Ren and Stimpy, almost, style. And kind yeah, of even it's humor. It's kind of, like,
2: it's kind of this kind of goofy. It's, like, I don't know, it's kind of goofy-looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I don't know, it's just very like adult kind of comedic stylized. I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not like it's not like the old school, you know, Mickey Mouse that we kind of know and love from like Fantasia and all the uh, the Silly Symphony shorts from way back when.
1: So maybe in that way, the different, old school Mickey different. will be elusive still. True. Anyways, well, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big change, but we'll see what happens. I'm sure that Disney wouldn't steer us wrong, or would they?
0: Yeah. I I might. I might vow never to go on that ride. <laughs> like, I might, I might just be like, nope, not doing it. You guys can all go on, just in honor of Walt, because I don't think anyone else will, and I might be the only one.
1: Oh, Ricard, please. I'm just saying. You're gonna want to ride it.
0: I don't think so. We'll see. We'll see what happens.
1: Okay, we'll fly the Platinum Lands.
0: Yeah, I'm quite
2: excited about uh, the Guardians ride going into <laughs> Universal Energy.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm excited. I don't know, it was something about Universe of Energy that was just like, ah, this is refreshing. One, obviously because of the AC, but two, it was just like, I don't know, it had that light humor, Bill Nye the science guy, a little bit of learning, you know, it's, it was just, I don't know, something about the Universe of Energy. I really, really enjoyed writing, even though it was 45 minutes, but that didn't bother me. 45 minutes. <laughs> such a long ride. I'll ask you, was the, when was the them.
2: last time you wrote Ellen's Energy Adventure?
1: I was. It was on a solo trip, actually.
2: Oh okay. Yeah. I, was, I, I think you actually remember. Never mind then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> got you, got him.
2: I don't. I think. I, I think the, the kind of big picture takeaway uh, is though that the universe of energy itself, the, p- the pavilion itself, was an original Epcot pavilion, and it's no more. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some Disney fanatics out there who are kind of peeved about that, but. Um, you know, one other, you know, as the times change, I guess, you know, pavilions will have to bite the dust. It's just an unfortunate fact of just moving forward, I guess. Yeah. Keep moving forward.
1: Indeed, keep moving forward. I mean, look at Avatar at this point. It's it's huge. And think about when they first announced it. And I think you and I were both very taken aback by it. Like, why? Who? who why? Who really likes Avatar oh, yeah, I was that shocked. much? So. Absolutely shocked. Yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be great no matter what. And like I said before, it will, the rides will always live in YouTube. So yeah. if we ever want to true. be taken back, we can.
0: I wonder though, why, why the whole avatar thing? Because I wonder if it's just because it was so such an ability to be themed or if, or if like they had that plan, like there was a contract signed, like when avatar came out, so like we don't care how well this is going to do. We're <laughs> making this movie so we can make a land.
1: I don't think it was that. No. No.
0: Okay. Because sometimes people are just committed, and they're like, "Yo, we we're committed." <laughs>
1: There's no turning back now. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think Disney. I think Disney saw the long-term viability of this land because I think they have three more movies, like three more sequels, lined up for Avatar. Oh, you see? see?
1: Well, yeah.
2: That's crazy. I think that, I think they see some long-term longevity, at least for now. Yeah. For Avatar.
1: I mean, it's a whole land. I don't. I. It's gonna yeah. be hard to take that out as quickly as it is to switch mm-hmm. out a ride, but. Yeah. Still have yet to
2: write flight of passage though, so same these, And I live here. I still yeah. haven't ruined it yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well you can, you, literally you cannot you cannot get a fast pass for this attraction at all. Like it's it's impossible. Unless you're staying in a resort and you can book however many days out that you can. As just a general annual pass holder, like I think me and Michelle, we've been trying to get fast passes for this attraction since it opened. Oh and it's man. been impossible. Really? So just bring camping gear.
1: <laughs> and learn how to run. Step a gear,
2: a snack, <laughs> a something snack. light to read, a yeah, Kindle. A light snack. You know, for that 180-minute wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <That's funny. laughs> All
1: right. In, in,
2: due, in due time, in due time.
1: So, moving on, I wanted to kind of go over when you thought, like, what was the, what was the moment that you realized, like, wow, Disney is pretty great, and see when you what was that moment that you had that that just made it to you like oh my goodness this is probably the best thing on earth I'm gonna make this a, a full time hobby <laughs>
2: full time oh gosh full time full time mm-hmm. um I wanna say I, I mean as I said before like I think call, like as a family like whether it was with uh, you know just the three of us kids and mom and dad or you know going with our cousins and the grandma you know, we'd, we'd always kind of like. I think we always we had at least one annual trip to Disney when we were kids. Mm-hmm. I want to say, huh. at the very minimum, at least one annual trip mm-hmm. to Disney World during the summer. Mm-hmm. And then we got a little older. We kind think we took a little, a couple years of hiatus. I think. And then I think, I think at some point in high school, early college, we went. To, we went back. I think I want to say we went to Hollywood Studios, mm-hmm. and we kind of saw everything from a new perspective as adults. Yeah. And I want to say, at some point, I think we saw Fantasmic, and I don't know, if we, for whatever reason, I think Fantasmic kind of reinvigorated my love for Disney.
1: Oh, my goodness. I don't know why. I could see that, yeah. Because Fantasmic is like, just one of those shows that, which, Richie, do you remember seeing Fantasmic with Mickey and he's on a rock? N- no. Okay. Uh, well,
2: that's, that's super specific. you remember Ricky, I mean, Mickey and he's on a rock? <laughs> yeah. there's, like, explosions no, no, no. <laughs> and there's a dragon?
1: There were fireworks. Dragon.
0: <laughs> there were fireworks. Yeah, I, I do not, uh, I do not remember that.
1: But I can definitely see... <laughs> But yeah
0: i think i
2: think i want to say like after that that one whatever that kind of like trip zero mm-hmm. and then it kind of just spurred us on like we found us like saying like, hey we have a free weekend you want to want to go disney
1: mm-hmm.
2: want to just drive up to disney for a day yeah, we have a free day
1: yeah so matthew and i we we would do day trips so we would drive up from south florida which took about eh, three three and a half hours at, you know, 5 in the morning, get there for rope drop, and then leave at like 9.30 when the park closed. Yeah, And then drive back home. And I think... And
2: my, mind you, yeah, mm-hmm. mind, mind you, this was before, this was pre-My Disney Experience where you could pre-book your fast passes. Oh yeah. So you had to do everything when you got there?
1: You had to get yeah, there, this was, you had to get the fast passes. This,
2: yeah, this is get there at 8 o'clock in the morning, wait an hour for rope drop and then book at the Space Mountain for that first fast pass. Or book it to tour Romania for that first fast pass. pass.
1: Mm-hmm. And by book it, he doesn't—he doesn't mean both of us. It would just be him. Yeah. Like I would just. Work. Yeah, it would just be me. <laughs>
0: I've yeah, never. I was. I was the workhorse. I was the workhorse. <laughs> I've never been there for a rope drop. Is it literally a rope?
1: Or no? Sometimes.
2: Huh. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it's literally a rope. at rope drop sometimes.
1: Because okay. you know what they do? Um, I, I remember this specifically at Hollywood Studios. They let you through the turnstiles when there was still turnstiles. Um, before rope drop, which would technically be at 9 a.m., and then they would lead you with a rope, and you had to stand behind the rope, like at a point before, like you could disperse out into the different, uh, you know, the different lands. Yeah. Mm Mhm. Cool. So yes, literally, there's a rope.
0: There's a rope for rope drop. Okay.
1: So you've been living in Orlando now for how long?
2: Let's see. Two years of residency, and then I did the first two years of medical school in Tampa, Sarasota area, and I did most of my third and fourth year of medical school actually in Orlando proper. So probably also probably about off and on, like two years permanently now, and then before that probably two years off and on, so probably on the whole probably about three and a half years now, probably. Mm-hmm. And, and how did
1: and it's you... Been the best. <laughs> how do you feel like your relationship <laughs> with disney has changed since you become a local
2: let's see i mean i think i think it, there was even a time where you you know you and you Rick, both richie and you were like uh we going to pharmacy school here and there were times where you were kind of a pseudo local mm-hmm. and you can kind of attest to this but you know just having that freedom of just to go like any time just like oh yeah i'm gonna study for a bit you know go ahead up space mountain No biggie. (laughs) No biggie.
1: (laughs) I'm
0: gonna gonna go Space Mountain for lunch.
1: (laughs)
2: Space Mountain for lunch, you know. But even like you said on like our previous episode, like you said, like you would go to the boardwalk and study, Mm -hmm. or go to the Polynesian and study. Mm -hmm. Like you could do that. Like you had that option. Being a local, you had you were able to do that. Mm -hmm. It just made studying just so much more bearable.
1: Yeah, indeed.
0: (laughs) So Lori, being that you are now back in Miami and no longer a pseudo-local of Orlando, do you feel that you didn't go to Disney enough?
1: When I was living there? Yes. Um, you know, I don't actually. I feel like we went a lot. <laughs> I feel we like- did We did go a lot. We went really often. Um, and it, it, was, it was awesome. I, I spent way too much time there, to be honest, when I should have been studying. <laughs> um, but being back here now, I, I'm really upset that there's not a faster way to just go spend a couple hours at the parks, which is what being a local gives you that freedom. Yeah. Of, so, or and it's literally like how you said Space Mountain for lunch. Yeah, I could have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's something that I'll miss, but at the same time, I mean, luckily we're not super far and we can still we're I feel like we're pseudo locals now. Yeah. More so. Yeah. You know, you
0: that hyperloop thing to kick in. That'd be great.
1: I know that would be awesome. 30 <laughs> minutes Orlando to Miami. Yeah. Yes. But I just need you to pick me up, Ploppy. <laughs> from the train station.
2: Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I got you.
1: Okay. But you have to call out of work you. that day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so tell me if, if you're a local, what do you think your typical Disney day is like? Like, if you said that, okay, I'm going to go to the parks and I'm going to spend the whole day there. What 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 would you do?
2: I think typically now, I mean, I would say nowadays the rope drop days and the full day park days are kind of, they're now more few and far in between. Um... I would say if I do a rope drop day or a full day at the park, it's probably because someone is in town visiting and they want to do a full day at the park. Uh, uh, yeah, um, like you guys, yeah, like you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Um. So I mean, though, I mean, though, I mean, unless and or if there's like something we have to th- we have to make a mad dash to for whatever reason. Um, but I would say nowadays as a local, it's more like you know. Uh, uh, me and Michelle, like on, on those rare cases where I actually have a Saturday or a Sunday off, we will, you know, we'll go about. We'll wake up in the morning, take our time, you know, enjoy our morning coffee. You know, maybe get, get something done around the house and whatnot. And then, you know, but you, with the beauty of you know having my uh, own experience of pre-booking fast passes, is that we can book our fast passes, you know, hours in advance or the night before. Yeah. You know, we say we'll say to ourselves, like, hey, we're, we're gonna let's get some work done in the morning or in the early afternoon, and then. You know, by the time two o'clock rolls around, we're ready for our Tower of Terror fast pass.
1: You're making so many listeners so, jealous we'll, right now, <laughs> <laughs>
0: including Lori. Sure.
1: <laughs> we're all jealous. <laughs> yeah, she said,
0: "Enjoy, Lori's."
2: Right. yeah. All right, not everyone can live the good life.
1: <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah, enjoy your 4 a.m. to 4 p.m. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Fair uh, point. Fair point. Yeah, but um,
2: so yeah, I mean, th- I mean, that's kind of like our typical day, you know. And usually, it's because we want to hit, we want to hit up, you know, maybe a couple of attractions. Maybe have a nice dinner, um, I'll, you know. And I, you just give me an example of like someone who's been in like a, Michelle's cousin who um, recently got married. Um, they're doing like a basically a, a three-week Eastern Seaboard road trip, and one of their stops included uh, Magic Kingdom in Epcot. And uh, you know, me, myself and Michelle both had to work yesterday, um, but uh, we ended up meeting with up with her cousin and his wife in Epcot, and we we uh, drank a little bit around the world. We had a uh, dinner at uh, Tokyo Dining for the first time, you know, we crossed another one off our, our restaurant bucket list.
1: Cool.
2: Highly recommended, by the way. Highly recommended. It's crazy how much of a um, Disney
0: person you are and you're still doing stuff for the first time at, in Orlando. Yeah, I
2: know. That's crazy. I know. Like, there's always, like, it's, the, the Disney just has so much, it's got that, repeat, it just has that repeatability factor. Yeah. You know, what, whether you go back and go back and re- revisit attraction you've ridden 50 times or 100 times over, you can always maybe find something new that you've never seen before. Yeah. You know, like that hidden Mickey and Carousel of Progress that, like, everyone <laughs> talks about, but you, you never found it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you've you just, that just that never day that
2: you seen it. it. I'll
1: funny. find <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. But, well,
2: uh, yeah, I mean, it just it changes your persp- it just changes perspective a little bit, you know. Um, you know, a lot of people say that no, you're a local. You you're busy so often now, and you're you're going to lose all the magic. I I I, I, I disagree. I, I disagree. Mm. I don't think you lose the magic. But I think you find new ways to make new magic,
1: oh. if you will. That's mm. very good. I like that.
2: Yeah, yeah I we- came up with that myself.
1: Trademarked. Trademarked. Twenty seventeen. Copyright. Mm. Um, I, th- I think
0: that repeatability thing is where I I get trouble, you know, like, uh, for example, like the Winnie the Pooh ride. We, we talked about this. So yeah. Tell like, Matthew how you oh, feel about Winnie the Pooh. I don't know. I just, it, it's just, it's interesting. I, I'm not sure if, it, to me, it's like as an adult, as a grown person, I know that's like taboo, but I just don't enjoy it as much as I feel like I would if I had a child with me.
1: For the record, we're talking about Winnie the Pooh the ride at yeah. Magic Kingdom.
0: And... And I think that, you know, I see you enjoy uh, Lori and also Matt, obviously. I see you guys enjoy, you know, going on the same ride multiple times. And like, I don't know, it's just, especially when it's different too, when it's not like a thrilling, you know, roller coaster ride, you know, like Mount Everest, let's say. I just, it's hard for me to continue to go on some of these rides and, and appreciate it, I guess, as much as you guys do. But that, that was like the, that was, I think, in, and I think that's for every, like, non-Disney person. It's like, how can you do the same thing over and over? And it's not like, like to them, it, it seems boring. You know, it just doesn't seem like as intriguing as if they, you know, when they just first write it for the first time. Mm-hmm. That's what I have trouble with, at, at least being a non-Disney fanatic.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know if you, I don't know when I the last so, time I you mean, went on Winnie the Pooh was, but those Heffalumps and Woozles, they're, they're terrifying. <laughs>
2: Watch out now. Yeah. Watch out. I mean I I, I did I wasn't I al- I wasn't alive in the sixties, but if I did, I imagine that's that's what it that's what it was like.
1: <laughs> Which is why mom enjoys it so much. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> mom
2: tripping out, guys. Tripping
0: out, all these elephants, man. <laughs>
1: you see the purple? There's purple.
0: Yeah, I guess yeah, <laughs> doing drugs on there would be interesting.
1: We but, don't endorse that. Yeah. Unless you have a prescription. Endorse. Um yeah. I don't know. It is it is something I feel like you have to kind of have understand it or get it to really have that repeatability mm-hmm. um, for things like Winnie the Pooh or, you know, different things around the parks that maybe aren't as thrilling or maybe aren't quite to your taste. So, yeah, I, I get it. For you. But until next time, because you're going to see what's what what the fuss is yeah. about Winnie the Pooh. Yeah.
0: Like, I can do the ride that they <laughs> took out at the Hollywood Studios with the uh, the, the um, stunt stuff. I can see that over and over oh, and over. Oh,
1: Lights, Motors, Action. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, but they took that out. But I'm you're a car guy. Saying. Exactly. Yeah. I know. So I guess maybe, I don't know, maybe I can see it. Maybe, maybe just because, you know, I just still don't get it that, like, I'm just like, why would we go on Winnie the Pooh? On the Winnie the Pooh ride? Because I think I did it once. And I just remember going through like, I was just like, I was just going through it, you know, and I don't know.
1: And like, wow, this is air conditioned. Yeah, exactly.
0: Go. But
1: anywho. One day. Mm-hmm. Soon.
2: But I think, I think with a lot of the properties for Disney, like you had to have grown up with them. I feel like as kids, we watched like, our, we wore out our Winnie the Pooh VHS when we were kids. So Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I mean, you think, I think, you know, I I think you have to have caught the bug, you know, early when you were a kid to like really appreciate, you know, those those kind of dark ride old school attractions. You know, I feel like if you you didn't grow up with Peter Pan and don't know about Peter Pan, you probably aren't going to get that kind of whimsy when you actually step into that pirate trip and, you know, Mm -hmm. fly above London
1: and go
0: to Neverland. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's a good point. But so. I, I don't know. Rich, Richie's in this family now, so he's just gonna have to figure things out. <laughs> I have
2: to figure it out somehow.
1: <laughs>
2: Get together, Rich. Get together, Get together.
1: <laughs> so, speaking of family, let's talk a little bit about Michelle. So, you are actually going to marry a Disney cast member.
2: I am, yes. It has its uh, it has its perks.
1: <laughs> Do you think that things came full circle with Disney now that you're marrying into? Disney
2: cast member? <laughs> um, I don't know so much as the cast member aspect of it, but the fact that she's like an actual Disney fan herself. I mean, that's part of the reason, part of the things that attracted me to her so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll put it this way. She's got probably every imaginable orange bird and Marie the cat. Like thing you can imagine.
1: She's a big fan. And she's legit. She's a big, <laughs> fan, big fan. Big fan.
2: <laughs> and like when we went to Disneyland, where we, uh, where I proposed to her, like, like she bought so many little pieces of like Disney Disneyland 60th anniversary stuff. And I'm just like, wow, that's the woman I'm gonna marry. <laughs> and I looked up. <laughs>
1: hey that's guys, did you see her? I'm marrying her. <laughs> yeah. See that
2: right there. Right there. Perfect woman. That's funny. Killing it. Yeah. But like, you know, I because it just knows, you know, nice to know that, you know, for the rest of our lives, like I'll have someone to share the rest of my life with together that, you know, it's it's always just gonna be nice to just know that I have someone to go to Magic Kingdom with and I'm not gonna be judged. Like I'm not gonna have a Disney hater <laughs> yeah. by my I'll judge side. the hell out of you. <laughs> You're for doing that. So... And I'm lucky that like lucky that she doesn't think me buying two great movie ride T shirts and one universe of energy T shirt is is, you know, crazy and out of control. <laughs> or that uh, also or the I'll fact that like I have, you know, like twenty five Disney T shirts in my closet right now. Like you know and she's on board with that. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah. I mean great. I, so I guess, you could, I guess the answer to answer your question. Yeah, I think, I think we did come full circle and you know, we always you know talk about taking our the day that we take our theoretical two children luke and leia um to uh to to the world our to you know ourselves and we're able to see kind of through our children's eyes like you know that magic that they you know that they're gonna see when like when we were were kids yeah that's pretty cool i can't get over
1: luke and leia i'm sorry (laughs)
2: I think I just wrote my
1: vows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it'll be sealed in recorded history. Hold, yeah.
0: Hold on. Let me just let me just uh, pull this up on iTunes real quick. At the wedding.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to play it. Yeah. Richie, can you hit play? Thanks. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it is it's really nice. I mean, granted, like I, of course, I love and care for Richie a lot, regardless of whether he is a Disney fanatic like we are. Um, but it is pretty cool that you can kind of share every experience. In the same, on the same level, in a way. Yeah. And have the same yeah. level of appreciation and kind of judgment angle <laughs> for anything new that happens with Disney or any, yeah, any any old thing that goes away or or any restaurant you might dine at. So, it's, it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. I'm just glad I'm here to bring a twist on things. I'm just here to mess stuff yeah. up. <laughs> with disney that's what i'm doing i'm here like like you know what's funny i was uh w- when we went to japan and we met uh, we met we had a japanese friend there we were trying to explain to her like we were trying to teach her english and you know just we were trying to explain like real stupid stuff about like like the english language that we just take for granted as english speakers but trying to teach it, like you know, to someone that had no idea about the language, mm-hmm. um, you know, just breaking it down in simple terms. And I feel like I'm here for that reason. I'm here so you guys can really, you know, things that you take for granted in terms of being magical with Disney. I'm here to make you appreciate it more and think about it deeper. Okay. This is true. You're welcome. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll just,
2: i just—I mean, you can find hundreds of Disney podcasts out there where it's just a bunch of Disney lovers just sitting around a table and just talking about Disney. You know that's yeah. why I love you guys. podcast it just puts, like you said, it puts a different spin on things. Yeah, and maybe shows new perspectives.
1: There you go. <laughs> and you that's know? why you're here too, but no, but special it, guest star.
2: Yeah, exactly. He's to, he's here to rattle the cage a little bit. Right. So, at the same time, you know, you got you got to say, you know, it's uh, it's probably not easy. I mean, you guys obviously you know love and care about each other, and uh, you know. You guys have to accept each other's faults, whether whether being a Disney lover is a fault or not. You know, it's up for you to decide. But you know what? You or know, a Disney uh, hater. Richie has stuck by your side, Gene, for you know the long haul. And I know. It's yeah. something that he's gonna have to accept, and there's no there's no way around it.
1: I know. Just accept, grin, and bear it. Yeah. Sir. <laughs> yes, you will. Yes, you will. <laughs> well, I mean, I I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule, Poppy, to come and just chat with us and. Yeah. Kind of add another reason, um, another reason why we love doing the show.
0: Yeah, and uh, for, yeah, and for everyone uh, out there listening uh, uh, or watching, please don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think.
1: Yeah, um, Poppy, anything? Any final note to add?
0: Um the
2: great movie ride and Universal energy t-shirts the august the 17th is the last day to pick up those shirts so if you haven't gotten your shirt your commemorative shirt already um, best do so rather quickly nice post haste.
1: <laughs> post haste. and uh
2: hopefully hope, hope you guys will have be back on the show at some
0: point in the near future yes it was a pleasure having you on
1: yes thank you yeah, to, to our you special guys. guest star and we hope everyone out there has a very magical day we hope this brings a little magic into your day
2: oh boy solid ending goodbye